Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room and check in with everybody. He was born and raised in the state of Texas, and his positive energy can be infectious. It's producer Eddie. So this weekend, this past weekend, I took my kids to a basketball tryout. I've never done this. It was on the other side of town. I didn't know the league, but it was like, they're going to make two teams out of this tryout. So your boys have to be good or whatever. So I was like, let's give it a shot. I took them over there, sign them up. There must be, there must have been like 200 people there, 200 kids. For how many spots? For two teams. How many people on a team? Nine. Got it. So like ten, eight, nine or ten. Say twenty people. Yeah. yeah. One in ten make it basically. Yeah. So then we sign up at the table, and they're like, "All right, go ahead and head into the gym." And I start walking in with my boys, and it's my ten-year-old, and my eight-year-old. We're walking in. They said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let the kids in. No parents allowed." I was like, "Oh, no, no parents at all in the gym." Oh, that's the greatest idea because you don't have parents just screaming, mouthing, yelling. Yeah, but give me a heads up. I'm like, I had no idea. And the kids are like, well, Dad, where are you going? And I'm like, I don't know. Where do I go? They're like, I don't know. Wait in the car or something. But no parents allowed. And I was like, how long is this tryout? They said, about an hour, hour, 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes in a gym? And I What'd can't see do? my What'd kids? I sat in the car, dude. Were you nervous for them? Yeah. When they came out, what'd they say? One of them came out. I was like, Dad, I nailed it. And the other one was like, Dad, I never got the ball. Like... <laughs> They never gave me the ball. So I don't know. We find out like in a couple of days if they made it or not. What if one makes it and one doesn't? Yeah, that's tough. That's going to be really tough. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. So this is like a traveling team, like a serious basketball. Well, they have one of the teams does travel nationally, and I'm like, we're not doing that. Like They play in Chicago, Boston. Like We're not going to do that on the weekends. But one of them stays here locally. That would be expensive. It would be great, but... That's expensive. Travel ball is really expensive. Yeah, dude. But when they took my kids into the gym, I freaked out a little bit. Yeah, I've not heard of that, but I think that's a great idea. It's awesome. Because Why? Parents, parents are terrible. Yeah, parents be yelling, oh, you're not giving my kid the ball. They or they're didn't have the ball. Or they're yelling at their kid. You know, they, they did say that a lot of the kids don't perform well when the parents are in there. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons they do that. Well, let us know. Yeah, man, we're excited. This next person's never afraid of awkward situations in public if it benefits our show. And if you're looking for a bonehead story of the day, he is where you want to go. It is Lunchbox. Woo! 
One of the worst things that happens is when people rub salt in your wounds. And I had an open wound, and they rubbed salt right in it the other day. Because I applied for four passes. To, to what? For different parties in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Shaq's Funhouse. You didn't go. You didn't uh, go to any of them. At Shaq's Funhouse. I got accepted. <laughs> then Gronk got accepted. Guy Fieri uh, tailgate. They said, sorry, we're all full. We can't accommodate you. Well, then they send me an email on Monday, and they said, hey, Here's all the pictures from the party. You can post them on your socials. Let me know if there's anything else you need. Yeah, how about a press pass to your party? But you didn't go anyway. But why would I post anything if you rejected me? But why would you not go? <laughs> you, because you probably could have got in. I don't know. But they sent me, here's some vid videos of the red carpet, some pictures, some behind the scenes. Just let us know if you need anything else. But I understand what you're mad at because you didn't I'm go I'm mad anyway. because... They didn't even let me in the party, but they want me to post about the party? <laughs> no thanks. Just show them, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, man. You get angry at the weirdest things. All right, thank you. Uh, the next person here was recently embarrassed at church when she ran over a cone. But these type of moments for her are far from unknown. It's Amy! So I was on TikTok and came across this bed-making competition. I didn't even know they had those. What? But apparently in Japan... They are very popular. They do do them in the U.S. Like I saw there was one in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and one in San Antonio. And I thought, this is awesome. I make my bed every day. And these it was impressive how they were doing. I was like, oh, I was getting some tips. Like, hmm. And I try to, like, make it well. I don't just want to wake up and, like, make my bed. I want to make it well. And I haven't always been this way. I've been a bed maker probably as long as I've been a not snoozing. So a few years. Okay. But much of my life, I did not make my bed, and it's a game changer. And so I didn't know if y'all made your beds. I don't join me because I get up in the morning while my wife is still in bed, so I have the habit of never making my bed. Mm -hmm. She makes it, but I leave hours before she wakes up. So, but like before you got married, were you a bed maker? I was a bed straightener because mm -hmm. I don't want to get into a sloppy bed, but I definitely didn't fold the corners under and stuff. Yeah. All right, Ray, go ahead. <laughs> From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's wearing the Hogs' new alternate hat. I gotta admit, I like that. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. So I haven't been on that jersey site. I stopped buying jerseys. I have way too many jerseys, signed jerseys. You get on and you got like a one in eight chance or you have a one in 32 chance if you buy a certain team. And so I couldn't sleep last night. And so I got on. Oh, no. One time. I only did one. And so it was a, they call it a, a, a three break. So I spent like 60 bucks. And I would have bought the 49, or excuse me, the Chiefs, but they were already taken. So I bought the 49ers. I like the 49ers, and they just lost the Super Bowl, but they're good. And so they opened three boxes. A Greenlaw Ward Dual Auto Mini Helmet this time. Nice hit. 49ers win. For the Niners, and good luck, guys. One. All right, second box of the break. <clears throat> Niners, Debo. Signed mini helmet. Debo signed Niners mini. Debo Samuel autograph nice signed hit. mini helmet. Once same, again same and we have a George Kittle. Oh, my goodness. Signed Niners Mini. You hit all three? I, I've never seen that happen before where they kept pulling the same team. So they could have picked any team of, of the 32 teams, teams and you got three all 49ers. Three in the same one. Oh. So they're sending me three signed Mini helmets. Hey, hey, and you're not lucky. That was pretty lucky. Yeah. No, he's not lucky, guys. Hey, hey, that was. So now you're admitting it. That one was pretty lucky. Yeah. But overall, do you think you have good luck? No. I think okay. I make my own luck. Okay. You, Thank okay. you. Okay.
Hey, I'm not giving you a helmet then if you got that attitude. Oh, Dang, yeah. I really wanted the Kittle one. <laughs> hey, and Greenlaw, that's crazy. It's Arkansas boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just wanted to share that. I knew I'd get a little, oh, you're lucky. But I've only done it one time. It's like, <laughs> like a week and a half and I have hey, three, he's back. It's he's like three mini helmets. It's crazy. <laughs> Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My new girlfriend's upset because I won't let her spend the night. It's not that I don't enjoy her company. I really do. It's just that she has a job that requires her to wake up at three in the morning. And I don't want to wake up that early. For any reason. I go to work at 10. My sleep's important to me. So I told her that she can stay over on Friday or Saturday nights. But other than that, it'll have to be afternoon dates. I think I'm being pretty pragmatic. She thinks I'm being a jerk. Am I out of line here? Signed, guy who values sleep. You're being very pragmatic, but that doesn't always work in relationships. Because relationships, just for the sake, sometimes aren't pragmatic. Because it could be keeping you back from your work, her work, but it gives you something else. I would say, bro, you got you got to ease up a little bit on this. I don't think it's every day that she can stay, but I think there's a compromise here. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. No, she can do a couple more than that too. How annoying would that be if Monday through Friday or, Mo- or Sunday through Thursday you can't go stay at your boyfriend's house because you wake up too early in the morning? Yeah. So two things can happen: one, give her Sunday and Monday, and the other three she. It's okay if you wake up for just a minute when she goes to work. Or two, she sleeps in another room. Because you guys can be there the whole night, do whatever, and then she can just go to sleep in the room do whatever. next door. That's what Raymundo and his wife do sometimes. Yeah, huh? or just have them leave. I mean, when you get up, they get up. Well, he doesn't want to do that, though. Yeah, he's still at his place. Right. It just works that way. If you're both up, why not just continue on with your lives? You don't have to go back to bed. At three in the morning, he doesn't want to wake up. He doesn't have to work till ten. That's what if you like him. See, that's the thing. What it either hasn't gotten to that point where he's willing to make that sort of sacrifice. Doesn't sound like he's into her enough. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, or because she's thinking right, like okay, say we get married and we both have these jobs. Like, what's he going to do? Yeah, but I feel like if you were saying to me, like, yeah, and I'll do that for (laughs) when I'm ready to get married to whomever I'm ready to get married to, and it might be her. But at this point, he's not sure. If I were her. And she was already staying over a couple nights a week. I would be irritated that he wouldn't let me stay Sunday through Thursday because he has to wake up. I'll be quiet when I leave. I'll only stay a couple days a week. I, yeah, that'd be a red flag. Even if I knew it was about work, because I might, you know, you might also be like, hmm, why does he want me not staying over? I wonder what right. he's up to. What's he doing? There is a compromise here if she wants to stay. You got to make some sort of compromise, even if it's two days a week. Let her pick the days. And then just wake up for 10 minutes when she gets up and then fall back asleep. That's okay. I know you value sleep. We all do. Right. But we make sacrifices like for my the people wife, we love. Can you imagine she kicked me out because she knew I had to get up at 3 o'clock every morning? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I would say but she's going to dump you if you don't chill a little bit. Let off like 30%. That's my advice to you. You can get earplugs and an eye mask. Relationships aren't about being pragmatic <laughs> most of the time. All right, thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Okay, if you drop your phone in water, what are you supposed to do? <sighs> Get it out. Yep, that's number one. <laughs> yep, Step one. Good. Get it out. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. And um, then put it in rice. That is common. And you know what? It's happened before where I've done that and it has worked. Mm-hmm. Now the phone is supposed to be waterproof. But I've dropped mine, not this version, a couple, and it really didn't work the same. It didn't go dead, 
but it never quite worked the same. But Apple's now saying if your phone does get wet, your iPhone may flash up with a liquid detection alert, which means the device has detected liquid in the lightning or USB-C connector. To protect your phone from damage, you won't be able to use the accessory or charge until the whole thing is dry here. So everybody takes it and puts it into rice. Apple says don't do that. Oh. Don't put your iPhone in a bag of rice. This is from Apple's website. Doing so could allow small particles of rice to get into your phone and damage your phone. Oh, boy. It also tells customers not to attempt drying their iPhone using an external heat source or compressed air. Because the first thing I would do, oh, well, that doesn't work. Hair dryer. And also don't put a foreign object like a cotton, piece of cotton or paper towel in it. Oh, Trying to like dry it. Let me guess. They're going to have you buy a tool from them. This is what Apple suggests. This is from Lad Bible. Apple recommends that you tap your iPhone gently against your hand with the connector, the bottom hole, facing down to remove excess liquid. So you just tappy, 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 tap. You should then leave your iPhone in a dry area with some airflow. So, like next to a vent, half hour, and then it should and could. Be working fully. Hmm. But I'd have for sure had mine in rice with a heater. Oh, oh hair, uh, the blow dryer for sure. The Gorilla Glass or whatever this is in the front of these, it's amazing. I've dropped my phone in the past week so many times hard and nothing is cracked. My last screen I cracked, but it's never the hard drop that cracks it. It's always like, I mean, during the Super Bowl, there was a guy who played defense for the 49ers and he was just running onto the field. Nothing like before the play started. And he like tore his ACL or his uh, his, uh, Achilles. his Achilles. Blue's Achilles. Blue's yeah. Achilles. He wasn't doing anything. He was just kind of warming up, running out there. That's like how the iPhone cracks on me. It's never when I'm in a play because that guy's Greenlaw is like pounding folks. Doesn't get hurt, but when he's jogging out there, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like if I drop my phone two inches. <laughs> but it's cra- it's how how good that glass is. It is really good. So just wanted to let everybody know that's what you should do if your phone gets wet. That's thank yeah. you. You're welcome. That's helpful. Now let's try it. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Throw the phone in the water. <laughs> Whomever's phone that lands, I'll put on the toilet. Deal? Deal. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A family in Derby, Kansas faced a heartbreaking situation when their son's therapy pet was attacked by another animal. It wasn't just a therapy pet, though. It was a therapy pig. Mm. Oh, I love that. Therapy pet pig. Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. Recognizing the importance of the pig to the family, the cop there, Lieutenant Jessica Whitehead, went above and beyond. So the unfortunate thing is the animal, the pig is no longer around. Oh. Oh. But they enjoyed a vacant breakfast the next day. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> she, the, the police officer that showed up personally took responsibility to find the little boy a new pig. So she found a pig that did exactly, had... Met the needs of the kid and drove all the way to Missouri, like hours across the state line, and then got a new pig. And it, they're like, she didn't have to do that. Yeah. It's a totally unfortunate situation. But the police officer just like, I got you. Above and beyond. Above, yeah. Also, you get to go play with the pig on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> the officer. That's pretty awesome. I hate that part about the. I know the first pig. I know. I know. It happens though. We'll just say the pig was sent to a farm with his friends. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And the second pig young and spry and was ready to, to be there. You know? Yeah. Uh, great story. Derby, Kansas. Police officer Jessica Whitehead. Big shout out to you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want, and you're not going to spoil anything, let's go around the room tonight, Valentine's night. Who has a plan? Eddie? Oh, I have a plan. Yeah, we're going to go see the Bob Marley movie, One Love, because it's about love. Bob Marley was all about love. love. Bob Marley. And my wife loves Bob Marley, dude, so it's going to be awesome. I don't know if we're going to do dinner in a movie. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Then you're not if you (laughs) aren't, unless you're buying one of these from Lunchbox and didn't have any here. It just depends when the babysitter gets there. But you're not because nothing will be available. Right, and that's not in the plan, so yeah. Lunchbox? Uh, yeah, I will be playing soccer at 8.30 tonight. With your wife? No, no, no. Uh, did you have plans? Uh, she had dinner reservations for us. She did the planning this year. For once, she planned something. But you act like you did the planning last year, but you didn't do that either. No, no, no. Right. But, like, she actually, like. Sure. But uh, 7.15 reservation. But I have a soccer game at 8.30. I thought, you know, the league might cancel the games because it's Valentine's Day. But obviously they don't care about love and they want to cause 
conflict in households. And Why don't so, you just not go to the game if your wife has planned a dinner? Mm-hmm. We had a whole segment on this show. Yeah, he made a commitment. We made a commitment. Yeah. I made a commitment. <laughs> to the team. To the team. Yeah. So when I can be there, I have to be there. That's right. But you made a commitment to your wife. Before yes. that, you're it, right. It's probably bigger and better. Is this you telling your wife? This is me, like, breaking the news to my right. wife. Night, babe. Love you. Oh, and I need you to uh, cancel the reservations that you made for Valentine's Day. Why? Uh, well, because you made reservations for 7.15, and uh, I just looked, and the soccer schedule has us playing at 8.30, so I don't think... Oh, my God. If the soccer team, then I don't, if I don't show up, it's letting them down... So you're gonna let me down? No, I'm not instead. letting. But I'm, I, I, I'm not letting you down. I'm still gonna come home, and we can have like Valentine's Day after my game. No, that is so dumb. That's not the same. So, if you could. No. Oh my god. So. Well, like now it's already ruined. So fine. That sucks. I can't stand that bed. That talk. sucks. <laughs> the bed talk. It's like he's rolling around on his like voice. <laughs> that hurt her feelings. It felt like. I, uh, maybe a little bit. Doesn't your team have enough guys? They just don't have enough girls? Ah, uh, you know, it just depends if everybody shows up. That's the problem. You know what I like about that clip is he waited till right before they went to bed to tell her. Well, yeah, that way it's not <laughs> awkward and you can just close your eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> I, I can feel her disappointment there. Yeah, oh, yeah. So she's like, and there's no it. chance you'll cancel, cancel Rex soccer. No, I made a commitment to the team. But didn't you make a commitment to your wife when she made the reservation? And when you were at the altar? Well, I mean, she kind of made the reservation without me. Like, she was oh. like, I, and she's the one that told me, oh, by the way, I made a reservation. You can't go earlier? Like, six? No, not at that restaurant. I mean, she had a reservation at 15. I don't think you can call and be like, hey, we want to move it to six. Mm-hmm. Ray, you and Bay do anything? Um, we now live in a different part of town, so don't really know the restaurants that well, so we didn't make reservations. <laughs> That's not an excuse. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yep, yep. But I always try to do some really extravagant. You didn't move cities. <laughs> Kind of did. Kind of. I do. No, it's the no, same. It's, it's, it's a suburb. Exactly. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I do an extravagant uh, flower bouquet in the place I will go to on West End closed down. So now I've, the last two years I've been trying to find, oh, I usually no. now go to a grocery store and just try to make my own. <laughs> but you say usually, did you do that last yeah, year? Yeah, for five, no, for five straight years I went to the, I got her a $200 arrangement every oh my year. God. What no, 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 but I'm asking about last year once what? the place no, shut. No, I go to Kroger but and did I put you, it together on my own. Did you put it together last year? Yeah, and it wasn't as good and it was like $20. But, so, I mean, we do try to do it big. I think Ray gives us word salad just to get us off his scent. <laughs> no, I'm saying I try to put a lot of effort into it. It's just like everything's working against me, you know? But, yeah, so it, we'll still celebrate Valentine's Day, but it's not the... What would you celebrate, then? How would you do that? Um, At the house, candles. I mean, just something, probably takeout instead <laughs> yeah. of going to a restaurant. It'll still That's, be romantic. Yeah, I yeah. would like that. Uh, do you know where the candles are? Or are they still in boxes? No, it would be fine if it weren't a last-minute <laughs> throw-together. Candles. If he's like, I've planned this, but he's moved to a new town. Yeah. Which he's not living in a new town. But his place closed down a few years ago. Right. Everybody's got an excuse. Uh, Yeah, my wife and I, we have dinner at like 730. I booked it a long time ago, so we have a good time. And I didn't even care. Listen, Arkansas plays at 8. Didn't even try to move it. No, You're going to check the phone at dinner, though. No, No, I won't check the phone at dinner. If I have to go to the bathroom, I might look at it while I'm in the bathroom. Ah, that's what I'm saying. No, all I'm doing, I'm there to focus, have a nice dinner with my wife. Um, I got her a gift. I'm not going to say what that is yet because it's a day I don't want her to hear about it. So we'll do that, and then it'll be great. Like with your arms, show me size of gift. 
No. With your arm. His arms aren't, aren't that long. That's what I got from that. What? Size right. of gift? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, is it is like, it, uh, is it like, or is it like, what, what's the difference? What does it matter? Well, I'm just, just trying to get a gauge. Like a car? No, oh. she doesn't need a car. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Maybe she needs another car. Amy, what about you? Oh, I oh have Bobby, 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 Bobby. No, she Bobby. may have a she may have yeah. a date. I don't oh. have a date. Oh my god. If you had a date on Valentine's Day, that's real no, serious. I have a spray tan. Why? Appointment. Because I'm in a wedding this weekend. Oh, that's so. a good place to meet some dudes. Yeah, I'm in a Multiple wedding dudes? on Friday. Yeah. Oh, and groomsmen are gonna be ow they're gonna be out. They're gonna be howling at so, you this weekend. Rehearsal dinner Thursday night and on Friday's the wedding, and they met on hinge. So cool. that should give people hope. Mm-hmm. But you have nothing going on? Literally 5 p.m. spray tan, so I won't really, I can't leave or do anything. So, should drop some food by Ray's. He's looking for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got any yeah. candles you can borrow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valentine's spending. Sometimes they do these massive numbers and it doesn't make sense because I don't know the difference, but like 2.2 billion spent on candy. What, what does that even mean? I don't know how many people are doing it. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but it's not one person. It's <laughs> the whole world. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what's the difference? Sixty uh, percent of flowers purchased by women on Valentine's Day are going to themselves. Yeah, I thought sixty percent. Interesting. That's interesting. And guys, I'm gonna tell you, I, I do. I'm telling you, don't buy flowers today. Buy them tomorrow. But it'll be too late tomorrow. No, will not. <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> well, well, they're discounted. He's saying no. Yeah, I get it. So. A lot cheaper. Um, estimated amount of money that women spend on Valentine's Day for the man. Mm. Oh, twenty five dollars. Yeah, ten bucks. Seventy five. Fifty seven dollars. Estimated that men spend on women. $152. Ray said 200 so 200 249 Good. Wow. Hey, women, step it up. To what? It's it's definitely not a dude holiday. Why? Are you in a relationship? And love goes both ways, man. Yeah, it it's, does. It's not, it's not a one-way street. Right. Have any of the girls on the show ever sent themselves flowers on Valentine's Day? Oh, man. Don't I've never it. sent myself, but I have bought my own flowers. Oh, like, oh, like to a have? Few times. Just to yeah. Have. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never purchased. Like, yeah. yeah. I've gone and purchased. Like roses or like like tulips on no, the like, table? No, they're typically sunflowers. Those are my favorite flowers. And do you just put them there so people will go, oh, you got flowers? No, I typically call myself out. <laughs> I say that I bought them for myself. Yeah. Do you expect anybody to send you flowers? No, but sometimes my parents do. Oh, I like oh, that. That's sweet. But not like a, you don't feel like a dude, a mystery dude, or some dude's going to send you flowers to really impress? No, I mean I really don't have a roster. So but that's why. She, like okay, anyone. okay. That's why girls though will post online. Like a, like Morgan said, she'll post them sometimes. And be like, I bought these for myself. That way, a bunch of guys will be like, Oh, I'll buy you flowers, uh, and she can get all the. Happy Is that comp- what happens? Yeah, that's she gets all the compliments <laughs> about all these guys. Oh, I would do it. You're so beautiful. You're so amazing. It's like. Okay, it's a thirst trap. No, it's like the Miley <laughs> Cyrus song. That's not a thirst, thirst trap. trap. <laughs> yeah, it is. What? That's yeah, not it the is. same thing. <laughs> it's like the Miley Cyrus song. Yeah. I can buy myself flowers. Good luck, everybody. Don't forget, you got to come to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You yeah. stay out too late partying or Lunchbox no. playing rec soccer. I implore you to evaluate the situation and probably go out with your wife. Thank you You're for your advice. You're welcome. <laughs> Morgan, do you feel like you're a self-sabotager when it comes to dating? I never felt that way originally, but yes, lately, because I'm just, I, I assume that the other shoe is always going to drop. You you feel like it's eventually going to go bad anyway, so why not run it yourself? Yeah, a at bit. this point, because I'm like, I don't need to get hurt, so at least I'll just mm-hmm. cut ties now and get out. So where are you now with this this guy? 
So we've been on five dates. Is this Twister guy? This is Twister guy. Got it. Yeah. AKA Cowboy. Cowboy. Yes. Um, we've been on five dates and we FaceTimed a lot, but I just don't feel like he's taking the initiative. Like he's not being like, hey, I like you or hey, like I want to see you again. But like he's still texting me and FaceTiming me all the time. Do you feel like he's not taking the initiative because he's maybe playing this with other people too? I don't know. Like, and I just don't know if I'm being like so sensitive and I'm, I rush things. I don't feel like I'm rushing. I mean, it's been five dates. What do you expect to happen after five dates as far as where you to not maybe define the relationship, but at least to find something. Yeah. Or just be like, take the initiative to be like, Hey, I'm interested in you. And I would like to see you again and make a plan to see each other again. Well, that hasn't happened. He doesn't make a plan to see you again. No, but like you planned the five dates. No, no, no. He planned the first two. And then I kind of helped with the last three. He started it, and then I kind of helped. I don't like how this feels, especially early on. I, that's, see, that's how I feel, but I can't tell if I'm just being too harsh or too critical. And I just don't... I, he, he keeps texting me, and he keeps FaceTiming me, which is showing me that he's interested, but is he not interested enough to put an extra effort? Or is he just... Let me say this. He may be super interested in you, but... Or is he just keeping you around... Because he's keeping a few people around. That would be what I would be worrying about. Yeah, like he's trying to build a roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you're a backup, or he's got threes deciding within. You could be first. I don't know. It does feel weird. When I started dating my wife, I was just asking her all the time, you want to do this, want to do that, want to do this, want to do this? Like I was taking big initiative because I didn't want to let that slip away because I was like, dang, she's so cool. If I don't do it, somebody else is going to. Like I worried that would happen. So and again, everybody's different. I feel like if you really wanted to be in it he would make more of an effort to get you in it with him see that's how i'm feeling but not every dude's like that why don't you do since you're doing these uncomfortable things right like you're you're, yeah why don't you just ask him hey what's up like what would you ask him if it it wasn't weird if it wasn't weird you can ask him anything in the whole world would you ask him okay so i did kind of do this so after the the Twister date, uh-huh. he hadn't like really followed up. He'd been like, that was really fun. And that was it. He wasn't like, hey, I, I want to see was. you again. Oh, I bet you he's got other girls. And so I literally just kind of like, I, I, I started matching his effort. And I just kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why didn't you ask me to hang out? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I feel like you don't like me. So why would I ask you to hang out? Could he be intimidated by you? There's always a possibility. I get told that a lot. But I also just don't feel like I want somebody who's going to be intimidated by me. I agree with that, too. And it sounds to me like you want someone that's going to take initiative and plan things. And if he's already showing you he can't do that for dates three, four, and five. Or he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I even told him. Like, I was like, hey. he's broke. Does he have a decent job? I don't know. He has a decent job. Okay. And I've even told them, like, I want someone who takes initiative and plan things. I gave him the guidebook to be like, this is what I need. And still, we're not having the follow-up. Oh, let's go yeah, through then. the dudes here. Guys, let's go to Ray first. Raymundo, you and Babe have been married for a bit now. What, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the, I would imagine you guys would be hanging out a lot more than you have. It just seems like it's forced. A relationship's never forced. This thing's done, though. Okay, Eddie? Yeah, I'm with Ray on this. It's just the whole, like, this is what I want. This is what I need. After, like, five dates to me is too much. Like, I don't understand why people just can't have fun and let it build. Oh, and so it, it's her fault. Well, I think it's both of their faults. Like, with too much of just like, ew, even if he's in- intimidated by it, like, oh, what is, intimidated by what? Like, maybe there's too many demands. I don't rude. know. A rude, okay. But you know what I mean? It's just like the intimidation factors, like, it should be a fun relationship. I agree, but at what point then do you go, hey, I do really like you, and maybe I'll just chill on other people for a minute to see if 
we end up being a thing. Yeah, I think there's just so many games involved here. Like, what if he's playing too cool? Sometimes girls are like, yeah, they're, they're coming on too quick, coming on too quick. And maybe he'd been told yeah, you that you don't want him to be Abby level. I, well, like, it, that, that's a little, like... You find ways to hit Abby when she's not... <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, when I listen to Morgan, I don't get more Abby vibes from Morgan where she's all in after one hour of talking. But <laughs> I think this dude is sort of like... Man, I'll I'll get my cake when I want cake, huh? but uh, on Wednesdays I'm gonna go get cookies over here, I agree. and on Thursdays I'm gonna get ice cream over here. Ah, you know what I mean. On Saturday, if I got no uh, ice cream or cookies, I guess I'll go get some cake. Do you feel like he dedicates the weekends, like the prime time spots, to you? Yeah, I mean, the last time we hung out was a Saturday night. This is also what gets me though. Is like he can text me a lot and Facetime me in evenings. Like I don't think he's going on other mm. dates. Is he ever in like, it looks like a restroom, like a, a, yeah, exactly. a, a restaurant. restaurant bathroom? No. But I'm like, if you can FaceTime me for an hour, why don't you just ask me to hang out? So even if he doesn't have a roster. Which I don't think he does. His by personality the way. doesn't seem so like one that you and him would thrive together because it feels like he may be a bit shy. And that's kind of what I'm complacent. thinking. Yeah. I feel like I want someone who wants to take initiative, wants to show up in the same effort that I'm putting in. I don't I don't think you think... Well, I don't know if you just said think or feel. I, you know that's what you want. Yeah. I've heard yeah, you sorry, say it I multiple times. Yes. So you then know. Why don't you just say that to him? Do you like him? I do, but this has been off-putting. Like, so I definitely have a little bit of an ick now. Then you got to just give it one final honest go and go like, hey, look, I really like you. Like, what, what are we doing here? You don't have to say a, a relationship, but like... I need you to take a, a little bit of uh, some authority here and like I need you to plan stuff. I need you to be that dude because for me, that's what I'm looking for. And if he doesn't, then who cares? Is it's it over. too much after I've already kind of said it once and it's only been five dates? Like, is it just too much and it's just not working? Well, I wouldn't do it right now. I'd maybe go on like two more dates and then you at seven dates, you could pretty much say, but two more I dates don't know that, if we're going to go on yeah, two more dates. Plan yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, six months instead of say, say hey, you know how you FaceTimed me for an hour last night? Why didn't you just come over? Yeah, like, why didn't you just ask And he'll me? be like, well, you didn't invite me over. Oh, man. <laughs> you can do that. You can <laughs> That's feel what that. I'm worried about. <laughs> you, can, you can feel that out. <laughs> he may just much. be so passive, though. I mean, what if he's just an extremely passive guy? Yeah, Does I don't he don't seem know like I, that? Yeah, a little bit. He's very laid back. And I just, maybe I just can't date somebody that's super passive. Like, Eddie's super laid back and passive. And we date wonderfully. I'm chill, man. I'm, I'm type A, and he's very passive. But see, I don't want to be that. Like I, you know, there's a lot online about like the feminine masculine energy. I, I very much want to be in my feminine energy. I mm -hmm. don't want to take the masculine role. I've had to, and I've been in those relationships, and those weren't enjoyable for me. Then you can't stay in this purgatory place, regardless. You either got to cut it and okay. run, or you got to make one more statement of, "Hey, this is what I'm looking for." And if he doesn't give it to you, then you go, All because right. you're just in a purgatory. You're going to be miserable regardless. You're in the middle space. I know. I just couldn't tell if I was self-sabotaging, though, or if I'm, like, getting the right vibes. I don't think you right are. Vibes. I think now you're maybe holding on a little too long. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good luck. Let us know. Yeah, thanks. I think if you play Twister with them, he'll come right over again. Forget <laughs> that about it. Probably. All right. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Back in December, I signed up to be a partner in Hope with St. Jude. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, and I received my two shirts, my This Shirt Saved Live shirt and my Pimp and Joy shirt. Well, the first day that I wore my St. Jude shirt, I won tickets to the Tennessee Boat and Fishing Expo. Let's fast forward to today, first day I get to wear my Pimp and Joy sweatshirt, and I win two tickets to Sam Hunt. So my question is, do you guys put luck in the fabric of the shirts, or do you just put it in the package before you send it off? 
Fabric. Yeah. It's it's woven. Yeah, it's right? lucky fabric. Yeah. And everybody that becomes a partner in hope with us, at some point during the year when they wear that shirt, lucky things happen to them. <laughs> Just one you one for sure, <laughs> sometimes more. And I can't guarantee it at all. Because you may miss it. Yeah. But Oh. Right, like you may not even know. There may be a lottery, a winning lottery ticket on the floor. And you just don't pick, you it, don't up. pick it up. Yeah, you've got to take advantage of it. But if you become a partner in Hope and you have your Pimp and Joy shirt on, at least once a year while you're wearing that shirt, something very lucky will happen to you. It's up to you to prevent forest fires. <laughs> Sorry, it's up <laughs> Thanks, to you. Smokey. Yes. <laughs> Give a hoot. Don't pollute. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming, becoming a partner in Hope. All right. Let's play. This is Calvin, the truck driver. Man, I want to say Ian Munsick, he blew me away. This guy, home run. Awesome, man. I hope his music gets out there. I'm already jamming. Right now, it's unrolling. Thanks for the show. Love him. Ian Munsick, awesome. Like, legit, authentic. Good, talented, just that dude for real. Go back, go to our YouTube page and watch him perform because it was awesome. Just go look for the Bobby Bone Warning, show. Warning though, you'll be going. I know. <laughs> After he performs, I want to howl like I'm running a campfire. Yeah, I did it for a long time. Yeah, I know. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, if you're on the fence about whether or not to vote in the upcoming presidential election, uh, Taylor Swift or Travis. Kelsey could be people that help you make up your mind. Like the okay, Taylor effect on you voting. you make up your mind, you don't need to vote. <laughs> if, the, if that's what you're depending on to make up your mind, you don't need to vote. Well, it's like, let's just say if either one of them encouraged you to vote, like a poll was taken. It's like, yeah, if Travis told me he was voting for and Taylor, they told me, like, I'd be like, okay, fine. That's who I'm going to vote yeah, those for. Those people shouldn't vote. <laughs> I don't think everybody should vote. I think if you don't know what you're talking about, if you don't know anything about it, maybe you don't vote. Maybe if you do and you do just, I don't know, 10% research, figure out what you believe in, and then go and find out what they believe in, that's, you should vote. I think everybody should do just a teensy bit, teensy, teensy <laughs> bit of research and then go vote. But I don't think everybody should vote if they have no idea what they're voting for. And if you're waiting on Travis or Taylor to tell you to vote, maybe just stay home. <laughs> that's just, that's, I, I get it. I think the best thing is whomever it is, if it's Taylor, if it's whatever famous person, bringing awareness that, hey, this is the day we vote. Learn what you're about so you can learn what it's about and then go vote. I like that. But it's always weird when people just go vote because a celebrity tells them to vote for whomever. By the way, I am endorsing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but. Well, we definitely like The Rock. I feel like if he ran for something, we might vote for him. And Chris Jansen says that a duet with The Rock is pretty close to happening this year. I feel like The Rock would be funny to run, but then once they run, it gets a little different and they're not as likable because then you find out what they're about and some people just don't like what some people are about. Yeah. That's always the case. It's like, who was the wrestler? Jesse the Body Ventura? Yeah. yeah, but it was so, it wasn't as toxic back then. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the toxic politics is like the last 10 years, but he ran as an independent though. And governor of Minnesota was really well liked. But yes, if you're famous now, it's just almost better. Either you're passionate and you stand for something or you don't do anything. Because if you're just loosely associated, people are going to not like you. And you're not even going to get the benefit of really mm. putting forth anything that you believe in. So, yeah, here you go. Schwarzenegger, he wasn't yeah. a wrestler, but Ronald Reagan, actor. Actor, mm. yeah. Way before us, but yeah. All right. 
So Finance Buzz is looking for someone willing to listen to a full 24 hours of breakup songs. And they're doing it to create the ultimate breakup playlist because they're going to judge people's reaction or monitor how they're responding to the music. And the person that gets picked is going to get paid $1,100. But I was thinking we should have something here where someone has to listen to 24 hours of, I don't know, some sort of music and we monitor and then we make our ultimate playlist. Yeah, you do it, Amy. Yeah, go Perfect. for it. Hey, I always say I wouldn't ask anyone to do something that I wouldn't do. There you so, go. Right, right. So, I mean, I I feel like it would be a good emotional good. release. 24 hours. To listen to. It's on, starting now. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. I don't know that it could last that long, but I, the ultimate breakup playlist, I guess, will be coming to us soon once they collect this data. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Katie is a kindergarten teacher in Minnesota at a Catholic school, and she wanted to surprise her students with her wedding. She's about to get married this next weekend, and so she said, you know, I want to involve all my students. So what they did during their daily mass, they brought all the students in, not just from her class, from the whole school, and they acted like it was just mass, but then she had a wedding ceremony. So her husband showed up, they walked down the aisle, they had flower girls, scripture readers, and all that, but then she does get married, like, on Sunday. So she just wanted to do that for for her class. I thought it was really, really it was cool. A warm up. It was a little warm up. And then on the way out, they all had pom poms. They threw rice on her. It was really cool. Oh, a couple things. You know, if Lunchbox would have had rice in like second grade, he'd have been pounding them with it. Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't even been like a little flicker. It'd have been like, wham! Because they're always those kind of kids. And he yeah. was one of those kind of kids. Yeah, he was. And you know, she must really love those kids if she's thinking about that. Yeah. She's getting uh, married and she wants to have those kids at her wedding. Like, that's the kind of teacher that you want. Yeah. It's a little weird she did it before her wedding because now the husband's seen her in her wedding dress. Everything's ruined. Well, they didn't have to wear the same yeah, wedding Yeah, maybe they're dress. not wearing I'm sure all that. she didn't wear the same wedding dress. I would hope not. Okay, cool. You think, you think that's that big of a deal? I would hope not. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a wedding? I, you... I would be willing to bet money that she didn't wear the same wedding dress at school <laughs> that she's going to wear for her actual wedding. I'd bet that as well. Okay. Yeah, me and too. And true or false, you'd have been chunking rice. Oh, I do it as an adult. <laughs> you do when you go to weddings? Yeah, my brother-in-law got married and they were like, I don't know if he threw flowers or what. And the wedding planners walking around going, all right, now when they walk down, you're going to throw it. And I'd been drinking. I was like, like, throw it. No, do not throw it at their face. Throw it above them. It'll ruin the pictures. If you I whacked him right in the face with them. Lunchbox. You showed him. Good job, dude. You didn't throw anything at our wedding, at my wedding. You didn't have anything didn't. to throw. Oh, we had sparklers. sparklers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. You didn't burn us with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a little different. Burn right in the butt. Catching someone on fire and throwing rice at someone is that's a true. little different. That's true. Isn't rice bad, though, because it's bad it for the birds? Yeah, I don't think they do that as much anymore. Oh. I think they do a different kind of thing that looks like rice, hmm. but like, it's still rice. Like they just, bird they, feed? They just, Sometimes they, they do They just say feed. organic bird rice, but it's still rice. <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.